That is the longest launch I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's really fucking long. Uh, welcome back to the uh, fourth Chunky Lessons podcast. We made it to number four for no good reason other than we can. Uh, today we've got Paul in the house. We've got Aubrey. we got uh, Andre. How's it going? Uh, so what's been going on this week? Uh, actually, Aubrey, you know what's been going on. Well, I saw Bruce Springsteen. Yes. In fact, let's be real. I touched Bruce, you Springsteen, touched Bruce Springsteen three times. Are, are you aware that I have a shot of Bruce Springsteen's crotch to go along with your review? Oh. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Is, is that Interest like the front here. side of Born in the USA? It might be. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little more horizontal, but it's like it gets a little more poison on skinny bop in it. But, you know, yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. So so how was it? You know, it was, it was actually really, really awesome. And I'll write more about this in my review. Mm-hmm. But I feel like every... On every Springsteen tour, he hits a point where he's just like, ah, fuck this new album. I'm just going to play, like, whatever I want and, like, yeah. whatever people want to hear. And I think DC was that night. Yeah. So oh, nice. I got really lucky. He played, the set he played was, like, at least a couple songs longer than what he's been playing in other cities. Sure. He took a request. Like, oh, nice. Yeah. He played, what, what was the request? He played Out in the Street by request, um, oh, nice. which was, was pretty great. He played Because the Night, like... It was an awesome show. There, was, there were some uh, deep cuts, and uh, he crowd surfed. <laughs> That's I, know. Uh, I have proof. <laughs> Someone got boss crotch on that one. Yeah. In the crowd surf, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Just go for it. And you know, I felt like I, I. I I trash talked the album, and <laughs> I was there in the concert. It, and it was just so amazing. I felt like I'd I cr- committed this act of sacrilege. You, you trash talking yeah. the album might have been why I wasn't at the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know, he was up there. He's like, doesn't matter if you're yeah. the ninety nine percent or the one percent. We're all in this together. And I was like, oh, oh fuck! I'm shit. sorry, Bruce. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you want to so, edit? I mean, it's the internet. We yeah. can edit the shit out of that. I know. You know we can I, just put a big fuck yeah in your review and be like, leave it at that. I'll, I will. 
you know, it doesn't make the al- it doesn't mean that the album was good. Sure. Yes. But doesn't change that. The show was great. And okay. some of the songs, I mean, like I said about the album when I reviewed it, a lot of the songs are really fun mm-hmm. and were were fun played live and the crowd really got into them. Um, funny thing about the crowd is that I think it was sort of like a, a majority like rising onward crowd which I've never experienced before. Like people okay. who've, yeah, yeah, yeah. who've been really into the newer stuff, um, which, you know, I've seen a lot in Boston and the sure. Boston crowd, you get a lot of like real hardcore fans. Sure. But I think there are a lot of casual fans there. A lot of people that are, were into the newer stuff that yeah. like didn't know every word to stuff off tracks. Yeah. Which I'm not used to. Well, that always happens with bands that start to surpass this certain number of years. You know, you just yeah. naturally get this new fan base. That's, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it happens. Well, except for the Rolling Stones. Nobody wants to hear uh, new stuff. That's true. No. <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> I really do, actually. I just, I, I just want to hear Beast of Burden on repeat. Yeah. Well, maybe. Forever. Have you, read, have you read Keith Richards' biography? No. It makes you want to listen to everything a man ever plays. You should read it. I'll give you a copy. But he just did a lot of drugs. Like, Well, there is that. There's also, like, shaking and throwing poo at Graham Parsons. Oh, I mean, wow. It, it's... It's epic. Um, Whose crotch do you like better, Mick Jagger's or Bruce? <laughs> is that posted? Yeah. Well, hey. Mick, Mick Jagger's, he can there. unzip. So that's true. Oh. That is true. <laughs> okay, you know. Yeah. But, but I'm. It, it was a great show, and I think like the best thing about Springsteen shows are always a crowd. And mm-hmm. uh, like, I was next to a guy. It was his hundred and second show. Holy. Fuck. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Like that guy has spent. I mean, that's about a third of your life, go, or a third of a, a third of a year, going to Bruce concerts. Yeah, yeah, you know, if you add that up, so that's pretty impressive. And uh, wow, people are just like fun and in a good mood, and yeah. some guys just like bought a bunch of people around us beer. Yeah, just so for it's, hanging it's still out. a good time. And I think you said yeah. that when we talked about it last time that mm-hmm. you, you know the concert's going to be awesome. Still, yeah, yeah it was Even well though. worth the hundred and twenty dollars. Did you I have to, to break out the sock of quarters? <laughs> uh, was that you or was that somebody what somebody else said you know that's actually a quote from an snl squ- skit okay it's uh jimmy fallon's on there uh they're Showing like that i'm an idiot at, at, a, at a bruce show in the meadowlands yeah. and uh he's like i got a sock full of quarters for anyone who talks during thunder nice. road yeah, yeah. I'm like ready to go uh which was better bruce in the usa or bruce uh, so here's the thing. <laughs> wow. Okay, Bruce actually... is always better. Here's the thing okay. that that makes Bruce in the USA great is they'll play like they'll play Candy's Room, and okay. they'll play it in a tiny gotcha. club, and that's sure. that's really fun. And that's nothing. I'll never get to experience that with Bruce Springsteen. Like yeah. past, you know, I wasn't alive in 1978, yeah, sure. so like it's a fun little way to like recreate what that must have been like sure. for okay. for people. So. So I always like seeing Bruce in the USA. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but, I mean, like, nobody can actually rival yeah. the boss. Like, yeah. yeah, that's true. All right. Well, then, that's good. Uh, I like Les Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Les Zeppelin yes. plays Northampton Mass they're, all they're, the time. They're pretty rocking. And Hell's, Have you seen Hell's Bells, all-female ACDC cover oh, band. shit. It's pretty rocking, too. We're getting more. Yeah. We're not going to have any time for anything. <laughs> we got to do let's an all-cover all all band, all cover band yes. podcast sometime. <laughs> just talk about all-cover bands. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. That's the boss. <laughs> but those bands have to be doing really well. You got to think about oh, it. Dude. I mean, they're just, right. they're selling out clubs every night they play, wherever, whatever town they play. I mean, I mean, the sad yeah. fact about uh, if you are in a, um, 
a tribute band, mm-hmm. as, as that would be. You make more money than a working musician. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, you're it's you're a working musician, but you're a working musician. Yeah. yeah. Like as opposed to like somebody who's like putting themselves out there and like trying to like further their art. And uh, yeah, it's it's a weird thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, this Matt Ryan, who's actually fake Bruce, Bruce Springsteen and Bruce yeah. in the USA, like was trying to make it on his own in his own music career, and, and people it. kept saying. You look just like, like Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. You sound you like, sound like, like Bruce. Wait, wait, yeah. He even looks like. Him? Oh, he looks just <laughs> like. Like if you're not, if you don't wear your glasses to the show, you're seeing Bruce Springsteen. That's fantastic. There's there's a guy who looks like just just like Clarence. Like wow. Yeah. So they they did the full deal. They did the they did the full thing, and they're pretty great. Do you but... think he puts a cucumber in his pants before the show? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to, you know. You know, Clarence used to have in his writer he wanted before. <laughs> well, if you're going to do the full experience, you know, you just, yeah. well, I mean, yeah. Did you know that Clarence had in his writer, he used to eat a whole chicken before every show? Wow. Yeah. Like, did he have it, in the, it be available to him or that he was, he was like, I, to, Clarence Clemens, yeah. eat a whole chicken. It had yeah. to be available. There has to be okay. a whole chicken there this for is, This was in his contract, yes. like okay. at each venue. It's like the red M&Ms or whatever. Yeah. 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 Whole, whole I chicken. need a whole chicken that I'll wear like a baseball mitt and just eat it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Clarence's nephew was act- actually took his place for the yeah. show. Yeah, they, didn't, they didn't. Like, oh, is that right? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Like people were kind of wondering what they were going to do on the tour, if they were going to like just get rid of the sax parts and yeah. make them, you know, piano or whatever. And they subbed in uh, Clarence's nephew, and he was awesome. Wow. And, like, yeah. Really played up to the crowd and That's did a great, great job. That's keep the family tradition, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Cool. Right, so, uh, anybody else see any good shows? I, we missed, uh, I think we, we missed Fiona Apple. I don't know. Should we yeah. have gone to Fiona Apple? Uh, I would have gone to Fiona Apple. Oh, God damn it. I, okay. Like, <laughs> this is, this is you have me. an email. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably going to get me kicked out of the podcast room, but I had an offer for a ticket about an hour before the show, and I didn't go because I was ahead of the plans, so I couldn't go. I, it's not getting me getting you kicked out by me. <laughs> um, I would have loved to go, but it came a little too late for me to. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Uh, there was one other big show, I think, that uh, didn't... Oh, Van Halen. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you were really excited about them. I was really excited. Uh, uh, they got the opportunity to shoot it and then could not review the show, which is sort of pointless from right. our standpoint. Yeah. Um, and I know people who shot it and were like, yeah, that was fun, David Lee Russell, and yeah, it's Eddie Van Halen's awesome. And I knew that yeah. from listening to the record. So uh, yeah. I, I was actually... Um, I was down by Verizon Center when yeah. people were filtering in for that show. I have not seen so many ripped jeans. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to yes. say acid wash. Yes. There was there was some acid wash, probably. but it's like even the things that weren't acid washed were very intentionally ripped. There were very few sleeves also. Um, yeah. attendance, so was... Were there a lot of perms? You know, not as many as you'd expect. Okay. I think that the audience might be getting a little old. For yeah, the, not enough hair for the perms. First, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so, I, mean. I think it goes full circle on perms, though, doesn't it? Because then you kind of in the kind of the grandma the age, and you really go back into the perm stage. You yeah. know, yeah. yeah. So hmm. have to uh, monitor that. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah, Van Halen. Uh, I saw a first aid kit and uh, God Peggy Sue. They were awesome. Nice. Uh, They're great. Uh, and I'm in the middle of writing the review now, so I'm just the joy formidable. Know. I, oh yes, that is that exit uh, music. What the a, f- a, place, a place to, to bury strangers. strangers? Oh my word! Jesus, no, I thought uh, it was formidable. <laughs> 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 um, Those guys had 
more smoke was, machines you know, you know, and LCD I, I, projectors I, than any band I've I, seen in a long time. I, I was talking with Chanel today, and, and for any listeners, Chanel's uh, we've been friends since like sixth grade. He's a musician in Charlottesville. Check him out when you're down there. Uh, we were talking about the difference between like good musicians and good showmen. Yeah. Like, I think if we got drunk enough, we could do a place to be bury strangers show. Sure. And if we had enough strobe lights and smoke machines. Yeah. But that no way takes away from how awesome they fucking were. Yeah, I mean, it was like, were. I mean, exit music was great. And then a place to bury strangers came on. And it was just like mind melting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I have the pictures to prove it. So yeah, check definitely check those pictures out. Um, and they were just the yeah. opening band. Like yeah. they came out and did that. And you were like, Oh, that's just the opening band still. <laughs> joy, joy formidable. I mean, again, I, I, the reviews posted, but, yeah. uh, it, it, you know, they were good. Um, I liked music like that back in the nineties. Yeah. yeah. And but people if you, are, if you are still really like it, it then yeah. you had your mind. Kevin, going. back in the nineties, you still like music from the seventies. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But, uh, I acknowledged music being made in the nineties <laughs> as long as it sounded like music in the seventies. Um, uh. yeah. Anyways. Uh, so, uh, that went on. Uh, let's see. We had Anyone see wild flag. No, but I've seen them many, many times. Yeah. I had uh, Susie, who actually covered uh, South by Southwest first, was there. Oh, nice. Uh, we, we weren't covering the show because we've covered them twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly... In the last, like, 13 months. Yeah, and honestly, like, I wasn't... I, I am ever impressed with their show. I'm not impressed with the album at all. So, um... Then the day of the show, I realized, crap, I love hospitality. <laughs> and I was like oh, begging, I was begging for tickets, and I was just like, oh, jeez. They were the opening band? Yeah, they okay. were the opening band, and everybody loved them, uh, yeah. except for Paul. Yeah. Like, well, tangentially. He just wasn't even there. He was that's like, actually one of the reasons why I didn't go to this show, because, really? as you know, I love Wild Flag. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I loved that album, Kevin. That mm-hmm. album's awesome. Yeah, um, you know you can call the nine thirty club and find out when the main act is going on. You don't yeah, even have no, to see I the know. Opener, right? <laughs> you know, it's I'm even on their website. Point Paul. About how much hospitality sucks. But... Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a pause <laughs> yeah. and take Paul out back to the yeah. bag full of quarters or sack full of quarters. Yeah. <laughs> just like, um, she's a bar of soap and a sock. Even no, so Wild Flag did not happen last night, uh, and I hope everybody there had a great show. I'm sure Susie did, and. Uh, uh, let's see. So, let's see, moving on, there's a lot that came out in the past two weeks. You had the Hunger Games soundtrack, which we saw the film. Paul didn't like the camera motions. Have you seen it? I read the book the other night so I could see the film, but I haven't seen well, it. What do you think of the book? Um, I thought the writing was not great and the plot was highly predictable. And I was talking to a friend about this and he was like, Yeah, well, it's written for 14 year old girls. And I'm sure when you were a 14 year old year mm-hmm. old girl, those plot devices would not be as predictable to you because yeah. you hadn't read them yet. So, yeah, that's true. Like, okay, touche. But it, doesn't, it, it doesn't matter because every single artist in the universe is on the Hunger Games soundtrack. So, mm-hmm. that there you is go. true, including Taylor Swift, <laughs> including and with the Civil Wars. Uh, oh. So that came out, uh, Odd Future, Lost in Trees. Let's talk about Lost in Trees. Let's not. Okay. <laughs> uh, are you a fan, Aubrey? Lost I, in Trees? I don't know. I don't know them. Uh, Beach House put out a new single. I may or may have not heard the new album. I don't know. The new uh, single sounds yeah, like Beach House. Sounds like Beach House. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Madonna, new album. Anybody stoked? Not I in this haven't, room. Uh, no? haven't ventured into the Madonna yet. I'm going to. 
You want, well, yes. It's going to be all up in our audio shit. Yeah. Like me and Ethan. Ethan has. Yes. So. <laughs> well, Ethan likes Lana Del Rey, so I'm not surprised. Oh, we we have a, actually we have a, speaking of Lana Del Rey, we have a standing offer out for one of our followers, Glitter Girl, uh, who who I know who she is, but uh, to cover Lana Del Rey in New York, and that would be a coup if we can actually make that happen. So Glitter Girl just needs to like let me know, and I will <laughs> get to work. My coworker is childhood friends with her, so if we ever need a oh my god, we Lana can totally Del Rey make it hook up. Oh, uh, you, let you hear me know. that? You hear that? All right, Lizzie Grant. Go. Yep, wow. good. Uh, just lure her into the podcast. Justin Towns Earl. Oh. Oh, I like him. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that he had a new album. He, does. he was rocking new came stuff. Came out yeah. uh, today. No, last week. Sorry. Oh, nice. I'll check that out. Yeah, it's good. Um, Lionel Richie, which almost made oh, on the podcast. Oh, yes. Oh, that's so smooth. Yes. Paul, no. I, I didn't listen to it. Paul, <laughs> it's Lionel's greatest hits done with country stars. That's why I didn't listen to <laughs> let it. Me, let me frame this. He does this. easy with Willie Nelson. You're yeah, not yeah, giving and, me a reason to listen to and, it. And oh. Let me frame this like that. It's, Your lady it's, will thank you in the morning. It's like <laughs> it's, no, she yes, it's <laughs> like an epic fantasy quest. You have to travel over the mountains of like suck mist and like Blake Shelton's and all this. I don't even know who else. Who's modern country artist? Anybody? Yeah. Uh, Shania um, Twain. Shania yeah. Twain. She's She's she on should it. be on it. She, Is nope. she on it? She does the duet on... Um, on, oh, Endless Love? Endless Love, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. She's the duet. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds... And Kenny wow. Rogers you is travel, on there? Kenny you travel Rogers. over the mountains and you fight the demons and then you get yes. to, like, easy with Willie Nelson. Exactly. That doesn't sound good. Okay. Kenny Rogers. All right. Paul is a tough <laughs> customer. Today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, moving on. Mars Volta. Uh, if you like metal, it will damage your spleen. Okay, <laughs> listen <cool>. to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Georgia and Mulder almost made it on the podcast. I recommend listening to it, but it's like yeah. I don't know. It, you said you didn't. You didn't. Did I you checked it out. It? Yeah, nah, nah, I listened to one list. Yeah. Uh, Cowboy Junkies, one of my personal favorites. Had the Wilderness, uh, Young Prisms, just burn town. Okay, new Tedacious D song, which I will not listen to until the album comes out. Wow. But, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, we spent, uh, sh- uh, too long on that, so let's just go to the music. Let's right. go. Wedding present with uh, the song "The Girl from the DDR" off their latest album, Valentina. I guess is how you pronounce it. Uh, they've been around since 1985. Uh, yeah, oh. been around a long time. Uh, yeah. And they just—I uh, guess they have put out a few albums in the 2000s, but not many. There's only um, one original member left, uh, and his name escapes me. But uh, he felt he wanted to revive it and he wanted to do it in a big way, and uh, he did it by starting it out South by Southwest. Although they played a show here, 
uh, right before that. Uh, Paul, you like this? Yeah, I do. I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, what, for lack of a better term, is 90s indie rock. And sure. that's what that's what Wedding Present plays. Mm-hmm. And this album is very consistent with that ethos. You know, the, I think I think the best thing about this album, I, and ironically, this is what they're touring under, uh, is it got me to go back and listen to Sea Monsters, which is mm-hmm. a fantastic album. Okay. Which I still have to listen out. to. Yeah. yeah. And it's one of those where I where I just go, wow, how did I miss this um, back in the day? Well, I missed it because I was 12. Sure. But, you know, after that. <laughs> oh, sh- um, what the? after that why did i not go back to listen to it um but no this album on its own is great if you like that sound it's good it's not doing anything new it's um continuing the train of thought that they were doing but i don't think it's but i don't think it's just nostalgia though they are playing on nostalgia a bit with this tour because the tour they're on right now they're playing sea monsters all the way through oh we're doing new stuff they're not touring behind valentina they're They're touring behind the nostalgia crowd on Sea Monsters and then mm. throwing in a few Valentina songs at the end. Yeah. I think they could probably support a tour off of Valentina. I think they being, could too. Uh, sure. it's, it's weird. I didn't know that they were doing Sea Monsters all the way through. Yeah, but I, I think they're know. probably making more money by oh, yeah. putting Sea Monsters oh. out there. So <laughs> sure. That makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. People definitely. who weren't 12 in 1991. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many years has it been since I they put an album? Oh. God damn it. <laughs> See, she's got me. I am yeah. so doing this wrong. Okay. Uh, um, no, it's been I, a few years since. When was the last time they put an album out? I don't know. I think it was three or four years ago. Oh, I know three they or four came, years I know, ago. I know they okay. came through the Black Cat uh, a okay. couple of years ago, too. And I think they were playing a mix at that okay. time. They weren't doing just, uh, an old album tour. Yeah. Okay. So it's been fairly consistent since they revived it earlier in the oh, decade. Oh, definitely. Right. But I think this type of music is kind of getting a little bit of a resurgence in that style. Right. So it's I think like, it's, it's like yuck. But yeah, exactly. It's like these new audience, like you talk about with Bruce, these new people coming to it who didn't listen to it in 1991, but now they hear it and they're like, oh, yeah, this is, I'm liking this style of music now. And yeah. they can gain these new audience. It, it's funny because I wasn't fans. 12 in 1991. Um, and this is, this is what I listened to. Yeah. Um, and it's coming into like, uh, I guess, out of like late 90s or the 90s. Like not, it's like the John Hughes hangover. It's like instead of like bad music like this it was good music like this yeah yeah um and uh as such i actually sort of love this like and i i just clicked on it by accident i was just like uh. yeah i liked it a lot too and uh i i had no idea that it was you know that this is an old band i thought maybe it was i didn't either when i when album. i clicked on it yeah um and yeah he's got kind of like the the steven Malcolmus voice yep. thing where he has like Definitely. a really flat voice where he's he's talking kind of singing over like over pretty melodic background mm-hmm. and yeah, I, that kind I of like slacker that. vibe in a yeah. way you know yeah, yeah definitely very cool should we hear another track of this one i think we should i think uh the track we're gonna hear is called you're dead it's the opening track uh and there's there's a little neat end part to this uh where he's sing talking which npr just did a story on today but uh we aren't gonna play that we'll just the meat of the track so hit it all right your face
Right, that was uh, the wedding present with uh, your dead. Uh, any final thoughts on wedding present? Are we going to see them if they come around? Definitely, yeah. like to check them out. Would we? Are travel they coming to, to town anytime soon? I don't think so. Would we travel to England to see them? I uh, know. No. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody buying the plane ticket? Right. Yeah. yeah. You like sponsors? Sponsors. Hey, if the, if the trip is sponsored, I will be there. We, yeah. Yeah. Richard, Richard Branson, if exactly. you'd like, us to, like to fly us to England. Exactly. We, cover we, we will cover whatever fucking band yeah. you want us to. We'll also cover terrible dubstep bands, if you'd like. Mm. <laughs> I might have to draw the line. All right, next. Between the Time and the Tides, the song name of the song is Hammer Blows, uh, Lee Ronaldo of Sonic Youth fame. Um, this is he's put out a few. This one has been like a long time coming, and I think it's got like 
artists like Nels Klein worked on it. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Nels Klein worked Before on I it. Before I even knew he was on there, you yep. immediately, he has such that you distinct hear. tone um, <laughs> and style. For me, it's uh, it's sort of a distillate of what Sonic Youth, like, the not the best parts of Sonic Youth, but you, you get to see, it's like a deconstruction of Sonic Youth and to see yeah. where he fits in their songwriting process. I know... Uh, Paul might disagree, so let's let's. Have, Paul, what do you think? Yeah, I kind of have the opposite reaction to this album. I think that this album is getting play and got the kind of backing artists that it did because it's the other guy from Sonic Youth. But I mean, sure. but I mean, what, but I mean, what do you say? I mean, so are you saying Kim Gordon and Thurston Moore are the force behind Sonic Youth, and it wasn't a creative unit? No, I'm not saying it's not a creative unit. I'm saying that this piece of it right here, what he's putting out there. I don't think it's very good. Like, some of the musicianship is good, but that's mostly the people who came sure. out and played with sure. him. And the lyrics are terrible. I told you when we were talking <laughs> yeah. about it before, it sounded like something that he wrote in this Trapper Keeper in the back yeah. of class. Well, and yeah. <laughs> threw onto that, the album. That's why I said it might have been a long, really long time coming. Yeah. He's like he might have had these so. songs in the books a long time yeah. ago, and he just had to now add um, an outlet and a time to do it. Okay, I mean, and, that, and yeah. that's fine. And you've, you've earned that right sure. when you've been in Sonic Youth for this sure. long, sure, you're going to get to release whatever you want as a solo album, but I don't think that that yeah. makes it good. Like, I'm not going to have sure. the the reflected glory of Sonic Youth color this album right here. If you're, yeah. cons- if you're considering it as its own thing, I don't think that you can, I, at least I can't see it as being a good album in its own right. Okay. Like, yeah. take, take off the backing artists and cut it down to... Here's the music and here are the lyrics. So yeah. what are you so getting the songs, out of this? the songs aren't great. Yeah, they're not. So what if you do that to Sonic Youth? Sonic Youth depends on the album. Some I, of them are okay. gonna some of them are gonna fall yeah, apart. Just, just, but sure. you, wanna, sure. you wanna break down Daydream Nation, it doesn't matter yeah. how you break it down. <laughs> you're you're yeah. right. You're yeah. right. But I just wanna make sure this isn't some like Sonic Youth fanboyism on your part. No, you know, it's like, it's absolutely right. not. Like there's uh, you know, Sonic Youth's put out so many albums and some of them <clears> are weird experimental things, some yeah. of them are just misfires, and some sure. of them are absolute classics. So I know I'm not I'm not okay. going to be an apologist for everything. So I, I will done. absolutely I, I do agree with you on this, uh, but I like the album. I think yeah, I enjoy um, it actually too. Yeah, I mean it just it's just sort of like eh, it's not great. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. oh, wow. <laughs> I know. Oh God, damn it! Um, Here's a, the spoken word by Paul. Yeah, it, it, this is spoken word. It, it, it's hard to take these things out of context, and it's not always fair with some of the with oh, some of the songs. I guess not. But um, you know, you take a song like "Stranded." Um, <laughs> I long for your touch. I miss it so much. I'll be right there when you call. You know I love you best of all. Oof. These that... are actual rhyming dictionary couplets yes. off of a song on Lee Ronaldo's album. Or off of a Lionel Richie album. Well played, yeah. sir. <laughs> well played. But if Lionel Richie sang those, you'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you would. You would. No, I just probably wouldn't hear them. No. <laughs> uh, Aubrey, what do you think? I mean, if there were lyrics like that on the Sonic youth album and may not notice them over the distortion mm-hmm. fair enough that's true fair <laughs> enough. are, are you like, are you a big sonic youth fan or not i i'm a decently large sonic youth fan mm-hmm. um i don't know their stuff super well um i thought this album was all right okay. like yeah. um there were parts i enjoy there were parts that i was like it mm, sounds kind of like I definitely had the same reaction to the lyrics, maybe because, like I was saying, they were more transparent than they perhaps would have been on a Sonic Youth album. Sure, sure. Um, like I was hearing them and going, hmm. But um, yeah, I'm I'm ambivalent about it. Okay. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Cool. I mean, yeah, my my old ass was the mediocrity was refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I well, the music was well played, though. Yeah, well, I mean, I know and, you. And it's a, I know it's a cast of characters on there. An example of, that of it, it is actually there's a lot that isn't Sonic Youth on this album, and yeah, but, which I think is nice actually to hear that this guy, you know, this song is. But oh, this one is. This one is, yeah. Well, so uh, waiting on a dream. Waiting on a dream. Let's go. Let's check that one out. So that is uh, Waiting on a Dream from Lee Lando. I will say something about that song that I do enjoy about the album. Um, there's been questions about uh, Sonic Youth, uh, their input on R.E.M.'s Monster. And I hear yeah. a lot of copies of Circus Envy, especially mm-hmm. on that song, but throughout the album. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fan of that album, so yeah. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah, I was listening to this last night with my boyfriend. And he yeah. was like, "Oh, it sounds like REM." Yeah, so. yeah, it, it definitely had some some tones of that. All right, uh, so let's uh, move on right along. Is it all so very simple and horribly complex? You're suffering a thimble, and there's nothing coming next. Your mom smokes in the kitchen Her voice a cutting drone To creeping out You pass the bar You found a second home That leaves you on your own And that's not often what you Float across the ground 
What secrets have you found? You had to know I wanted something from you then. Too young to know just what it was. Something more than a friend. Is that you at the end? Will you play? Welcome back. <laughs> Andre just... Uh, Andre, that was the shins, by the way. Uh, Andre was, just completed a interpretive, interpretive dance. dance where know. he made a heart at Paul. And, I did. Yes. You know, I just want to let him know how I feel. That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. yeah, the shins, if you want to call them that. Uh, I call them James Mercer and Friends have a new album out. It's called yeah. Port of Morrow. Um, anybody in the room change your life? <laughs> no. Well, I think... It, just to get that out of the way. <laughs> I think, you know, based on our experience at the beginning of the show when we were setting up today, when I was like, I think you got the wrong song. I, it's all wrong. <laughs> it's all messed up. And then I put it on. I'm like, oh, no, yeah. it's the right song. Sorry. Because yeah, yeah. every song kind of sounds, yeah. it's the shins. It, yep. Like you were, you know, and Paul was saying before we started today that this could have been on any album. Yeah. They they yeah. could put out more albums or they could just keep releasing Shoots to Narrow over and over. And Probably. Be and all they're the gonna, same to me. Exactly. What, and they're going to... Anybody a big fan of the Shins? Like back I in like the day? I like Shins Tunero. I do yeah. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I like other stuff. I mean, this you know that song September on this album that could have been on Shoots Tunero easily. Yeah, I agree. I think that. that was the best song on the album. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it the sounds... only one that I can remember by name. So. Exactly, it's the one that stands out. There's one that sounds. There's one that had a Steely Dan influence. There's one that has like a, a super tramp influence. Or maybe that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I thought Kevin was going to eat that up. Well, it's yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to hear it in a second. Um, now, I I think this is. Uh, I, I was reading up on the shins today. I've never been a huge fan. Uh, I mean, I like it. It's poppy. It's like oh, fuck it. I'm all yeah. Old. It's catchy. There's like, nothing I, I deny that about that. With, with, uh, along with a lot of other things, um, I f- read about how he fired everybody in the band. Oh. And yeah, okay. I mean, this is not. This is James Mercer's project yeah um and to but that he's, he's always been the songwriter to that in end band, right? i mean i think he's bringing in too much danger mouse i think he's like it's not so much a shins record as it is like look at what james mercer can do now uh i mean if if you are a fan of his work and you're a fan of all that then you're gonna eat this up um sure i uh personally don't <laughs> um well, it's significantly more polished and produced than the earlier records, which is, yeah. I mean, yeah, but immediately. Not only that, I don't, I don't, know? I mean, there is that one song that sounds like it, but I don't think there's any songs that sound like anything like the Chins, really, except for his voice. Sure. Because, um, because, and I kind of think it has a little bit to do just with the production value of it. Yeah. You start adding in, you have yeah. 85 layers in a single song. When you start, if you listen to some of those songs on headphones, you're like, oh, there's so many layers yeah, in this. There's yeah. like 18 guitars and, playing And right that's now. Danger Mouse's influence. Yeah. And you know, he's like, oh, I can do what he wants. So, I mean, the question is, why does he even have Where a before band? it wasn't, you know. Like, uh, it's, and then it becomes, well, I'm not going to go down that path. I mean, but that's his evolution, so A pet peeve of mind is yeah. is the brand or the band, and then I sure. think they're... Pony <laughs> Bear. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right then. They just announced tour dates today. Uh, oh. 
you're there. No, you you have fun with that one. Okay. Do you know who else announced tour dates? And I don't know how. I'm I'm interested to see how you guys react to this. This is oh. how important <laughs> the shins are. Uh, is Santa Gold? Interesting. Not. Aren't no. they going with no. the Hot Chili Peppers? I don't. I don't know. I, are I they? heard they were opening for well, Hot Chili Peppers. I will get to see them twice. Oh, nice. <laughs> Excellent. I'm excited. I'm not, yeah, I'm unfortunately not very All right, well, we're going to talk about the Santa Gold Tour, and uh, okay, you're cool. going to listen to the... Uh, <laughs> Maybe Bon uh, Iver will open scenes. for Bruce Hornsby. <laughs> <laughs> you, that would be awesome. Wait, who's Bon Iver? Are you talking about Boney Bear? Oh, I guess. I was thinking... Something. I was actually more interested Just to hit, go hit see Bruce Hornsby. Andre. <laughs> Simple song by The Shins. Let's go. Okay, well, let's try it. Jeez, I'm getting yelled at over here. I can't even get it going. Jeez. Well, this is just a simple song to say what you've done. I told you about all those fears and the way they did run. You sure must be strong. And you feel like an that I can So that was the Chin Simple song. Um, I don't think we have anything else to say about that except possibly shit sandwich. Oh, <laughs> I, I think that's, that's too strong. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? It's yeah. poppy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's all right. We'll, we'll get to it in the, in the wrap up. No, it's, yeah. I mean, it, look, it's it's warm bathwater music. Yeah. If you like it, you're just going to slip right into it and yeah. you're not going to remember it much afterwards, but it's fine. So. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa. Whoa. laughs> 
And that's why we hired Aubrey. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. That's our two-part review. Shit yes. sandwich. That's what she said. And that's what she said. <laughs> cool. All right, so uh, that's it for the shins. Kick it. Turn to form. Uh, Daniel Rawson of Grizzly Bear fame, if you all are fans of that. Uh, hey. Yeah. Fringe fan Fringe of that. Fringe fan of them, yeah. Uh, Andre? I will, well, I will say, you know, when I put this on, I didn't know. I, just, I didn't know that was the guy's name or that he was from Grizzly Bear. Right. But I, but I, when I put it on, I was like, oh, this sounds like Grizzly Bear, which I think was, was the thing that stuck out to me, which I think is always characteristic when you could say, oh. I can immediately identify who that is. Sure. And then when I looked him up, I was like, "Oh, yeah, he's one of the one of the guys, it, a guitar player or something, and it, one it, of the songwriters." Is so. he the main singer? I'm woefully not. I think he just. I don't think he's. I don't know. He I think just, he's. He I think he's uh, one of the singers. I don't think he's the lead singer though. Okay. I, I didn't look that far. I just saw that he wasn't <laughs> wasn't Grizzly Bear. But I was like, "That's distinct. That's good." I mean, that's something unique that if you can hear somebody and you immediately know. Who they are that tells kind of at least says something about that you're doing something that's distinct sure you know whether it's good or not is you know is a whole other category you could say you know paul how do you feel about this yeah i agree i like the album i think if you don't um or the ep as you want to call it it's only five songs but uh yeah but it clocks it's like 35 minutes right it's not the shortest five songs ever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, the first yeah. minute of that song is just acoustic guitars, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's an album. I mean, come on. All right, fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll call it an album. We'll call yeah. it an album. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine really liking this if you were not a big fan of Grizzly Bear. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are, this will get you over till the next album, and I think it's got a lot... Uh, it's got a lot going on independently. I'm not the hugest Grizzly Bear fan. I actually like this a little bit more okay. than uh, Vectimist or however you want to pronounce it. Vectimist, I think, yeah. is yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to the next Grizzly Bear album now because I yeah. think this is kind of a step up from from that last one. And that last one was it was pretty good already. Yeah, it so. was. 
But it's been a few years yeah. since that came is out, it, isn't it, it? I think they have one coming out later this year. Oh, they do. That's okay. The, Would you say this is line. Grizzly Bears the Eraser? No. Okay. <laughs> just just you, checking. Do you, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about, right? Yeah, Tom York's solo album. Yeah, okay. But like the I thought bridge. that was... I, I almost feel like York's solo album was stuff that, even though you could tell it was still Tom York, obviously, because of the voice. Sure. Conceptually, it was different than what Radiohead was doing. Like that was almost yeah. that was yeah. that was kind of a little bubble that he had to get out of his system to sure. come back and do the collective Radiohead things. And this feels like more of a continuation of Grizzly Bear mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, definitely. Yeah, just going along the same path. So, Aubrey thoughts? No, I liked it. Um, I makes it makes me. I don't know Grizzly Grizzly Bear well, but it makes me interested in checking out their stuff. So mm-hmm. I will get now you a copy of Victimized then. All right, and we'll make that happen. Yeah. Uh, so let's hear uh, what probably should be the single for this. Uh, Green Grass. No, wrong. Golden Mile. Go. All right. Jeez. You're always messing with me over here. Sweet, sweet sounds of Daniel Ross and Golden Mile. Yeah, yeah, I took it. All right, Kevin's I like the twelve string. Two a.m. radio program. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. It's like, hope your night's going smooth, yeah. boys and girls. <laughs> We're gonna like kick it into high gear with a new track by Tan Lines. Andre, hit it.
I got one question for Tan Lines. Why are you going to rip off the Beach Boys? I know, I know. What in the <laughs> shit is going on? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. They ripped off the Beach Boys, uh, but... It's so catchy, though. Oh, it is catchy. <laughs> um, I was dancing uh, at my desk today, wasn't this? So, yeah, this, this simultaneously makes me angry at them for ripping off the Beach Boys mm-hmm. and... Makes me think, make it, makes yeah. me think Animal Collective ruined music forever. Yeah, um, but uh, I sort of like it. Yeah, which is if you're gonna rip somebody well, off, you might as well rip the Beach Boys. Oh no 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 no! But but like you should like do it subtly, not just like quote them. I don't know. It's 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 an homage. I mean, they, look if you're gonna if you're gonna call that a rip off, they rip off a lot of people in, yeah, this, yeah. in this album, and yet they make something that's wholly their own. That, I wouldn't. Well, that uh, that I think is very catchy. I mean, they're yeah. they're not it's, ripping off anybody any more than the Avalanches rip people off. You know, it's if you if you recombine late, it into your own into your own music yeah. and make something new, which I think they did, okay. then it's a completely legitimate use. At a later yeah. date, we'll dig through my eighty CDs and we'll see if they made something new. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, think I think musically, like to me, it sounded a little bit resonant of the Talking Heads. Really? Okay. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. So see, we're getting Beach Boys. We get Talking Heads. Yeah. I think you can I mean, hear these are all good uh, references. Mm-hmm. If I was going to be, if I was in a right. band and they I was are. like, yeah. "Oh, you're pulling from the Beach Boys and Talking Heads," I'd be like, "This is great. We're doing something good here." Right. Yeah. Right. I think you can hear some Graceland era uh, Paul Simon on some of these songs. Okay. All right. And I think if you go to None Such. Kevin, that right there <laughs> is a better Peter Gabriel ripoff than possibly than, you know, Peter Gabriel. Bon Iver was uh, uh, yeah, able to pull off. So. Uh, do you hear any Go West in this? The Pet Shop Boys? Go West. Oh, Com- okay. Completely different, man. I'm thinking of the Pet Shop Boys song. You lost me here. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I... yeah, okay. Kevin just showed his age again. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> now, Kevin, I don't. I don't think yeah. Andre's got an eight-track player we can hook up there. But... Yeah, I do. I have one upstairs. Yeah, actually. he does. Yeah. So Johnny Cash is stuck in there. It, it, well, if you want to hear from where they drew inspiration from, kids, uh, go west. Um, I'm gonna but, bring your cool back for a second. Yeah. Make you cool again. Back in the day, we listened to artists who played real instruments exactly. <laughs> <laughs> on, on wax cylinders exactly. yeah, <laughs> yeah. dig man dig yeah. uh, <laughs> no I, so yeah uh, despite what Paul thought uh, I actually sort of liked this album um, it, it pushes up against my like oh my god you're ripping off everything major but it's okay but that's yeah. the thing when you hear this many things right. that people are hearing in the music yeah. then it it almost can't be a ripoff at that point. If you're saying mm-hmm. you're ripping off and then you list, you know, six, seven, eight no, seminal no, acts, I, then it's yeah. it becomes I, I, a conflict. I, I think it, it still can. I think it's like the difference between like a, a musician and a showman. Um, yeah, it's there. So you don't think they did anything original on this album? I think they barely did anything original. But the product, as it stands, is highly enjoyable. Yeah. You, you can listen to all of me and think that's just. A pure ripoff of something. You can listen to Brothers and think that's just a pure. I don't think it's a pure. Ri- I don't think it's a pure ripoff, but I think it is like it, it, it's steeped in stuff that they're. I, I don't know quite how to put it. They, it's just not. Um, it just doesn't work. Well, it kind of for I, me completely. I, I, I guess I, I think it does work, and I think it kind of um, I, again when you go when you go to their background because they, these are both these are both DJs. And they started off their first. I think oh, their then first they they have Go West on Wax then. 
They probably yeah. do. They whatever probably. that is. <laughs> um, but their, I think their first actual uh, recording sessions were uh, they, they were playing music and having their friends sing covers over the music, okay. and they eventually developed their own. That music explains out a of lot. That, yeah. that then, explains a lot. And then created their own yeah. lyrics on top of yeah. it. So you can see that kind of organic process yeah. and where it started from. And I don't think they're shy about their influences. You don't have no. that obvious of a Beach Boys call out if you're trying to hide it. It's I, not like they didn't know what they were doing. Sure. I think if you come from I, this I hope deep, they yeah. knew what they were doing. Like if they, they yeah. were just like but I think so when you come from this DJ culture where that's kind of part of the culture, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. when you look at hip hop and stuff where you, that was how it started, where you played other people's records and then you did your own thing over it. Mm-hmm. And in, in the DJ culture, I think it's very similar where you, that's not look frowned upon. No, it's absolutely. part of the whole culture, you know? It's no. kind of these bands like Cut Copy. They're the same thing. And like, actually, that's that's who I thought of. And, they were uh, DJs too when they started, yeah. and now they created and this band some, out of that. They've done and, some great things. Yeah, and they, yeah. and I think that that's what kind of see. So I'm coming down off my high seventies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. It's, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a whole genre of bands that kind of start to go in this. Similar. I think, I think I'm starting to see that. I'm st- I'm seeing that being populated by more groups now. I think there, I think there already are. I think yeah. you know, not or maybe just yeah. yeah, maybe it already see, is. I just don't know a lot of, uh, And Roddy will probably make sweet review love to them all. Oh, he, he yeah, this is his, yeah, this is this his is jam. jam. Uh, so let's just let's play the track. Green grass, tan lines, rock and roll. Stand lines with uh, green grass. Um, any anything else to say about that aside from uh, go west? 
No, except I, that I really liked it. I think that's going to be one of the one of the good summer albums to just put on at parties. Yeah, yeah. Nice I definitely days. agree. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Get some tan lines. Yeah, yeah. definitely agree. Do you think it's going to be a rom com hit? Any of those songs? I actually hmm. could see it getting sampled in rom coms yeah. or you know middle of the road network TV shows that sort of thing. Yeah, like, just yeah. like the guy turns around and he realizes like the lady is down there and yeah. he's like, no way to yeah. love her, but I love. No. Yeah, but it's one of those things where I guarantee you put this on to a party mix and you're gonna have a lot of people bopping their head and going, "What is this? this yeah, is cool. that's what I was saying. This mm-hmm. today, right. today I was just bouncing my feet at work and just listening to it, so I could see that happening. All right, well, uh, in the home stretch. Suffering fools for decades And the music stopped Like it often does For small chunks of time Then it starts again But he's gone And the sun still shines He's gone Margo and the so and nuclear so and so's uh, song off the latest album called uh, Frank Left. The name of the album is Rot Gut Domestic. Uh, some sort of weird animal on the front. Is it a llama? Alpaca? I oh got. I hope it's an alpaca. I think it's an alpaca. <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. Um, Aubrey. So um, it's funny that you picked this song actually because what I was going to say about this album and what I will still say about it is that I think it's. De- departure from their earlier two albums um is that it's a lot uh it has a lot harder of a sound a lot more guitars mm-hmm. um you, you pick this track which is one of the the quieter tracks on the album and i think is more like their songs off the, the earlier two um but for people who are familiar with their stuff there's like a lot of kind of like acoustic guitar feel maybe a little bit emo but yeah. um the, the newer album is definitely like a little more rocking mm-hmm. and um i don't know I, I i like it i'm not wowed by it and that's i mean there's a lot of i think they have a few songs that i really really love and i'd go sure. see them for um uh, there's i mean i was the earlier songs like mm-hmm. yeah like broad ripples burning okay. um jenna's bringing drugs like really of themselves great songs i think yeah. um but as an album, I thought it was like pretty okay. Gets the job done. Yeah, yeah, kind of a new thing for them. It's definitely more professionally produced. Um, yeah, what's their? Do you know much about their story or? Um, I don't. I know that they, the entire band, all lives in a house together in Indiana. In Indiana, yeah. okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah, and I I know they delayed this album because like uh, I forget what the lead singer's name is. Did sort of some weird, like not a breakdown, but a little. Huh. Well, Got a little off. Sure, sure. Um, I I will say like I have I heard this band for I don't know what are they three albums four albums. They've been I around for a yeah. while. Uh, another person who uh, at least three. Yeah, another person, mm-hmm. Derek 
uh, actually, Derek and Kim highly suggest this band to me. I, I've seen them twice. Yeah. I uh, don't get it. I uh, and I and I don't really get this album. I well, I, I do get it. This is sort of a concept album, um, and uh, it just doesn't. Uh, there's nothing that's like reaching out and grabbing me. So I'm no. like looking for. I don't want to say looking for somebody to explain to me like what it is about. Like the people are all like, oh hell, Morgan, yeah, so and so's. Sure. Um, but like what uh, jumps out? I mean. Like you said, you, you like certain songs. Like, what what really jumps? Does anything jump out to you, Paul? Uh, not really. I had kind of a neutral reaction to this yeah. album. I thought it was it was fine. Yeah. Um, I'd I'd probably listen to it again, but there's nothing that really nothing that would out pull you back it, to yeah. it. And you know, say later in the year and at the end of the year and say, oh, I definitely would call back to yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Wasn't yeah, it's all right. I mean, do you think they've just been around long enough that people are just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that the earlier albums have some really good songs on them that uh, people are just, I mean, like, I know I personally just came to recently. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this new album's coming out, but I'm, like, still getting into their older stuff, which which is what has brought me in as a fan. But is it a similar sound overall? Because sometimes when bands kind of get into that, you know, yeah. third or fourth fifth yeah. album where it's just kind of the same thing again you know when you first heard it you were like oh this is new and kind of interesting this is a little different but now that we're four or five albums deep it, the of the thing same them, thing like i don't think the reasons i like their songs i don't think that they're new and interesting mm-hmm. like right, right. they're just like just, catchy and enjoyable sure. or like whatever um yeah. but they're they're not like doing anything super exciting um i think this album is different for them like i said um although the song that you played is is quite similar to their older stuff yeah Yeah. um but i I think the album as a whole is kind of different um okay like a little more rocking than previous stuff well let's hear uh the track that i do like off this album uh the devil uh which is like next to last track and i don't know what the actual narrative is offhand, but okay. uh, let's take a listen to that and come back later. Fucking around at the needs you. Back it into the swamp, someone's late. I want to mess you up, I want to steal your head, take you home with me. You ain't afraid of the devil, but he don't care. I've got to get home, someone's waiting there. I want to mess you up, I want to steal your head, and take you home with me. Take you home. Your feet, I see. 
So that's uh, Margaret and the Nuclear So-and-So's The Devil. Um, I will eternally be searching for a reason to like this band. Yeah. Because everybody else. Uh, and yeah. I guess Aubrey is going to be hopefully covering the show. Rock yeah. and roll. So and I think that that song is a better example of what I was talking about with a uh, harder sound. Yeah, yeah, a little more rocking. Um, but I think that the lead singer will always have a voice that's like, Kind of, kind of like Connor Obers, like his voice is always just going to be a little bit whiny, and sure. like, is they're just always going to be. We, we portrayed don't, as we emo. don't say that name here. <laughs> <laughs> like no matter That'd how good the music words. is, like we, his yeah, voice we, is we, still we, his voice. we just don't talk. About <laughs> <laughs> just, just so you know. Wow. <laughs> oh. uh, Wasn't in my gotta briefing. Learn some book. way. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the revised handbook. We'll, we'll get it to you shortly. Okay. <laughs> Unless you um, say it really. Glasses, yeah. a.k.a. Soviet music. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> wow. You're finally getting it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, then. Um, with that, I would say we'll wrap it up. But, so but... much pop music. Just wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you almost had the review of Madonna this week, so. Uh, Aubrey, what are your thoughts on third stage? Oh, wow. <laughs> I have no idea who she they does... are. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, we're. A, Am I yeah. still cool? You're going to experience. Yeah. You will. You'll experience part of it here in a moment. C- considering like she wasn't born when it came out, I think that's. Or maybe I don't was. think I was born when it came out. Oh, I, no, she it. was born the year it came out. Oh, the Golden Child. All right. Did you say eighties? Eighty-six. Yes. See, that's the year it came out. All right. That's when, thir- that's when Third Stage came out. Didn't it come out in eighty-six? I think it's eighty-six or eighty-eight. We'll, we'll look it up. But that's for next time. Yeah, it is for next time. Uh, let's go around the room. Uh, wedding presents. Uh, Paul, buy it. Yep, buy it. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it too. So that is the first unanimous buy it on the show. So buy yeah. that shit. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Lee Ronaldo. Paul. No. <laughs> yeah. God, can you tea dog at once? Yeah, I would also pass on that. It's just really racist. So no. <laughs> it's, yeah. no, it's not racist. It's culturally relevant. He'll gently place okay. it into a garbage can. Tea dog it. Yeah. Okay, fine. All right. I would stream it, though. Yeah. I, I like some of the tracks. I'll, I, I'll be honest. I would stream it if, and I think he is coming, I will go see it. Uh, yeah, I'd go uh, see it. Make a show. Um, and I will probably review that one and like the Thurston Moore show, which was awesome. And I failed in my review. Yeah. Uh, but well, the Thurston Moore show wasn't awesome. <laughs> well, I walked out in the middle of it. I didn't say that. Yeah. The review was going to be Paul's review is in. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 the, the review was going to be actually a spoken word piece. Much like I, I think my review was yeah. of the opening act, the awesome Kurt Vile. Yes. And then, eh. Yeah. We did bring yeah. that. Yeah. That's true. So, um, the shins, <laughs> I already spoke up on this. Stream it if you like the shins. Yeah. Yeah. If you like the shins, you're really not going to go wrong. You're all wrong. <laughs> Just okay. all in Soviet Russia. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a fourth category called third stage it? Of reviewing what, what it? What would that be? I still need to know what this means. Yeah, you, yeah. you probably don't. I don't know. Trust me. Yeah. You will run screaming like... 
<laughs> She's going to find out here in a minute. I'm gonna yeah, yeah. Up. All right, Daniel Rawson. Uh, Silent House, Silent Hour, Golden Mile. Paul? Buy it. I'll stream it. I would buy that one, too. I'm going to buy it. So, uh, Tan Lines. Paul? Buy it. Yeah, buy that so you can play at your barbecues. Ooh. I'm going to stream it at my barbecues. I'm going to stream yeah. it so I can dance to it alone with my okay. cats. Um, Margo and the Nuclear So-and-Sos. What do we got? Stream it. I'll also stream it because yeah. I'm going to see the show. Yeah. I'll stream it. I'm just going to say no. Well. Yeah. <laughs> you you listen to the podcast. You've heard the songs. If you like it, go for it. Um... So, unless I think uh, that's a long time this week. That's about it. What's coming up? Anything quick, Kevin? Anything coming up is uh, Charles Bradley is going to be really uh, sweaty right. on Thursday. <laughs> and then, uh, so kind of magnetic fields. Dabashka yeah. and magnetic so fields are, are coming Man. up. Caveman is coming up. Yeah. We've got, uh, uh, hold, on, hold on a second. Let me, uh, let me get our calendar up here. We've got School of Seven Bells coming up. That's we right. got School of Seven Bells, which you're going to do. And um, I think Dirty Ghost might be at, before the next podcast. Tan Lines is in D.C. The same night as Yellow Ostrich, we're going to be... The like, Ostrich. Overextended the <laughs> Ostrich in town. <laughs> yeah. Plants and Animals on Friday. The venue I want that, that we'll crazy name, thing Hat he has on the cover. Have you guys heard Plants and Animals? No. No? It's not bad. Uh, it's it's good. Okay. Um, you know who else is coming? Who? Not a surf. Oh, oh wow! I'm gonna go. They're not gonna pay, play popular again. No. They just yeah. refuse to play. Where, it. where are they playing? They're playing at 9:30. Yeah. When is that? Um, Tuesday. This coming Tuesday. Uh, next. Today is Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Tickets are still available. Yeah. Amazingly so. <laughs> you know, I I really just want them to play popular. Okay. But uh, their album Let Go is also. I'm glad you mentioned it. Pretty good. I, I, I think I, you have to make a I, sign. I look into that, and then uh, you have to make a sign to hold up. <laughs> Going to a not a surf show, work. like people just yell popular after every song, okay. and they just refuse to play it. It's just—it's it, like a really aggressive. So, the crowd is sure. really aggressive okay. by the end. Like, dudes, we just played we to ju- hear you play popular. Yeah, we really came here for one reason. Yeah. So, so Daria and I had this conversation. <laughs> like, is like new not a surf like or any not a surf actually really good? I uh, I really like the album Let Go. Is that the latest one? Or no, this or came out years and years ago. But yeah. um, it's not anything like, uh, what's it, is it Karma, the name of the album that uh, Popular's on? It's not no. anything like it, but it's like a really good album unto okay. itself. Yep. Sure. Well, cool. Right. So I think uh, that's going to about do it. And then... Uh, I mean, it, it, nothing else? We got nothing We're else coming We're all good. Yeah. There's only right. one thing to go. So, uh, thank you for listening to the podcast this week. This is number four. Hopefully, we will make it to number five. And then, uh, just remember, if anything on this that you feel like you absolutely have to buy, head out to Crooked Beats up in uh, Adams Morgan. Bill will greet you at the door. Probably not, but he'll sure as shit sell your record. Um, and I think that's about it. All right. Bye, guys. I still hear guitars in the air as we sat in the sand.